Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing. Member SI KCJJ Weather. Brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply Kitchens and Baths. Your home never looks so beautiful. Time for the Hawk Fanatic segment. Brought to you by Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Steve Anderson's Place. Mike Slock and E-Keys for Cars, GT Car and his crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling. Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas. Players Sports Bar and Grill, downtown Iowa City. And Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Joining Tommy and I, it's Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. Good morning. Good morning. We got crazy stuff going on, right? Yeah, bring it. Let's go. Welcome back, Captain. Thank you. What's that? Thank you. Oh, you said thank you. Thank you. How long were you out? Almost a week. I was out. I was out from. Well, from you don't work on Sundays anyway. Yeah. So yeah. And then you were gone Monday. So yeah. About a week. Man, Friday we were just an incubator, weren't we? Oh yeah. Not knowing it. I never. Or you didn't know who got him sick, Hunter or or Suter. Well, I sat in here. Well, he couldn't have got it from Suter because he didn't have COVID. Well, yeah. That's well before we knew what it was. Three tests, no COVID. I never did get tested, but But on Monday we didn't know what it was. I haven't shown any symptoms, and I've pretty much been i didn't cover basketball last night i had dallas do it i've been pretty much isolating but i'm going to stop today it's not well now it's going to get nasty out so um and linderbaum just announced for the nfl which is not a surprise at all he finally i mean he had until i think monday is when he had to make a decision so but that like i said that's hardly a surprise i would have been stunned if he decided to come back and i would have been like why i mean i what is there left to prove there were people on, I mean, it's Twitter, but there were people who saw the other guys coming back and thought maybe he might join them, but yeah, I, he's way above them as far as draft well, status. It's not even close. And yeah. yeah, and also a difference is he's been here four years. Laporta's been here three years. Yeah. Um, Jack Campbell's been here three years. Linderbaum's been here four years. He has his degree, and he's going to be a first-round pick. None of that will change next year. Yeah. The only thing that could change next year is he gets hurt. So I completely understand this decision. In about four months, he's going to be worth $15, $20, 25000000 million. And have be set for life. We'll be kidding. hitting him up for money. Will, um, you guys will be? I would. Yeah, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. So you just call him as a station or individually? Yeah. No, it's Both. In case you just, hey, yeah. man, with all oh, the money you're hey. making, just snapping a football, you think yeah. you could snap some over here? Is that what you'd say? Yeah. Snap it here. Shame him? Try to shame him? Yeah. Well, get us a new sponsor for the Solon Something games. like, you know, you think those kids at the children's hospital need help. How about us here at the <laughs> station trying to survive? <laughs> Something like that? Yeah, we will survive. Gloria Gaynor. <laughs> Gloria Gaynor. Good yeah. song. <laughs> But, um, but, yeah, he just announced this after, or this morning, and that's pretty much, 
Well, I mean, now it's news when you don't announce. I mean, I mean, there was it was breaking news that Alex Padilla yeah. was not entering the portal, which I, I just find that don't, isn't that just kind of odd? But that's the world we live in now. It's news, and I don't know how much of that story was driven by the media to begin with. I, Padilla never said he was leaving or thinking of leaving. Nobody in his family did, but the media speculated, and I did. I wrote a couple columns saying, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he hit the portal. Some even created scenarios like, oh, Polisex at, at Wyoming, they need a quarterback. Colorado State needs a quarterback. That's in his state. So the media sort of perpetuated the story, and then when it never happened, they wrote it like, hey, more breaking news. What we were writing about, it didn't happen. Yeah. Which I, but that's well, that's a lot of what the the media does a lot of reporting on itself yeah. these days, and well, that's just yeah. it is true. And I've done it. I mean, I'm not saying I'm above it, but it does happen a lot. And it's just that's the world we live in right now. Hello, See what Karn. Thanks. Good morning, all. Hi, Karn. <clears throat> so, how are we all feeling? So uh, far, so well, except yeah. Steve. Well, I, I, feel, I feel who feels I, better. I feel no, fine. I feel, I feel better. Yeah, yeah I feel I mean, fine. I was told by my doctor I am not contagious, and I did, and uh, I didn't have anything. This is be, from my autoimmune problems that I've got. You just feel rotten, but you're not contagious. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's a it's an autoimmune thing, and it has it's well, uh, without going into well, details. <clears throat> no, we don't need details. Last no. night, <clears throat> but there's pus. I was and, over at the, <laughs> at the ball game, and there were quite a few Indiana people around. And most of them were, excuse me, were wearing masks. <laughs> so is this a thing that in Indiana they, you really have to wear masks or something? Because a lot of the Indiana people around were wearing masks. I have no idea. My yeah. guess would be, I bet there are signs at Carver that say you should wear a mask inside, but the Iowa fans are used to just hardly, not wearing them. Hardly any Iowa fans wear a mask. Yeah, anywhere. but the Indiana fans wouldn't know that because they don't come here a lot, so they're probably just... But I don't, think there's, I don't think they enforce that in Indiana, do they? Indiana's... Aren't they well, as... No, but I'm saying the Indiana fans walking in would see something like that and say, oh, oh we have to wear a mask, or maybe they checked ahead, and, but it's not really well enforced. I don't... Well, yeah, no, I, and we went to Kentucky around Thanksgiving. I bet there weren't when many wearing them down the there. When you get to get gas... They said we we saw people wearing masks really? everywhere. Well, I guess I saw more in Florida than I thought I would. Do you have any moonshine while you're there, Card? No, I I skipped that. Okay. But anyway, uh, but <clears throat> last night it looked like the Iowa men played a total different game in the second half than they did in the first half. In the second half, they were really aggressive and mm. and uh, taking that ball away and. Indiana started missing shots, too, which eventually was going to Yeah, that's happen. true. Well, and their coach afterwards was talking about that he was really disgusted with his bench, that the, that the bench didn't do anything and that the regular players were wearing out and that he needed more help from the bench. Yeah, you know, yeah that's true. They just started missing shots. They're not a very good shooting team. I thought Iowa would win. I, I mean, I just Indiana just doesn't have closers. I mean, And, and the women... The women won on the road, and they had zero out of 15 for three-pointers. Well, shows that they don't need that to win. That yeah. was a big win. They've now yeah. won two road games back-to-back. That's, they needed it, too. They were struggling for a little bit. Karn, the last time they did that was also against Purdue February 18th of 2016. They made zero uh-huh. three-pointers and beat Purdue. Maybe Purdue does something. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sonato really said she likes like playing against We worked. We worked so hard to get three-pointers, and the other team, they just throw them up, and they just go right in. Well, so, Iowa um, makes a lot too. Yeah. I mean, Caitlin Clark's made a bunch of three pointers over the last year and a half. Some teams probably, some people probably say that about Iowa too. You know, yeah, they yeah. do rely on. The, I mean, Caitlin Clark, the three point shot's a big part of her game. 
Yeah, usually she usually hits them all over the place, but they just some night they, ma- they manage not to be able to do that. Even Steph well, Curry. Well, you guys hang in there. Okay, thanks, Karn. Karn. And have a good day. All right, bye. Even King of uh, roads are beginning to get partially to cover to completely covered in snow in east central Iowa. I got a call, by the way, but uh, during the break uh, from a guy just coming down from Waterloo and said it's snowing like crazy up there, and the roads are already really slick in Waterloo. Okay. Hello. Hey, Pat. Hey, what? Karn's grandmother and Doug Wagner's girlfriend graduated high school together. That's mean. I don't see. I don't know who no, Doug Wagner no. is, so I don't get the. Yeah, don't worry about it. But does it help to know it's who the one person is? WMT's morning guy. Who's... How would I know that? I don't know. Should we Jesus. take this call in the office? By, by the way, um, they missed. I just got my first complaint that uh, they cut out of the game last night. WMT. Oh, I, saw, I heard it was just dead air during the game. Well, I don't know about this out. guy said cut out. Have you ever heard? Have you ever seen them in concert? Dead air. Dead air. Oh wait, no, no fresh air. Fresh air. Actually, I think I have. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Okay. Sending us a message. Well, that was on the office. But no, I yeah. I don't know who Doug Wagner is, so the joke yeah. go, go, goes above me. Yeah. I miss it. That's but funny. if I knew who he was, would it be funny? After you guys, it would have been funnier two hours ago. Yeah, two hours. Oh, ago. what happened two hours ago? When we made it funny. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's she, calling she, back she, to something that you weren't here for. And, you know, yeah. I wasn't listening at 7 in the morning. Why? Was, Why? Well, I'm I, here. I was sleeping. I'm here. The big Captain Steve comeback. No, at 7, you know what I was doing? Watching the end of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. It was on. I, I, one of those, I fell asleep around 10, and if I do that, I didn't even make it through the Iowa game because I knew Dallas was covering it. And up by 4.30, and, that, and I said to myself, you know, I've already slept six and a half hours. I can't go back to sleep. So then I saw that Guess Who's coming to dinner was on i watched the end of that don't and, spoil it i don't want to know who's coming to dinner. and um and then radio i radio was on and i was watching that until i came had to come in here you watch radio but radio you listen <laughs> you ever seen the movie radio no it's a, tr- it's a my dad uh, asked me about it the other day it's a good movie ed harris is a high school football it's a true story he befriends a uh a, a black man a young, well this starts back in the 70s and he's um mentally deficient i don't want to say he's retarded or what, but he's got and they build this relationship and it's a true story and the movie the movie w- took place in 2003 that's when they filmed it and what have you and then ra- radio actually died in 2017 but he became like sort of almost he was just a a figure for this high school football team and the school in general and you know he led the team out you know when they come out of the tunnel for a yeah. he'd always lead the team out on the field he was kind of like a a uh, bona fide coach, you know, and it's it's a neat story. And Ed Harris is a so great radio. Now, radio died for me when KRNA was bought by Cumulus. Well, when you agree, any movie Ed Harris, Ed Harris is a great yes, actor. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah. I mean, he's so good in Apollo thirteen. Did radio though get a diagnosis from uh, his doctor that he that he had a, a very contagious disease, and then he went and did dishes uh, anyway. Uh, I don't believe so. That scene, they may have cut that scene from the movie. Okay. Okay, is this another thing to go back to 7 o'clock this morning? No. No, this is from uh, earlier this week. Yeah. When somebody in Burlington said that they went into work even though they had COVID and cleaned I'm not saying I don't listen sometimes, but you guys sometimes, I think, think that I listen like every freaking moment. I'm listen. I mean, all the time. We don't, we cut you slack. Chandler wants to know if the radio guy gave lunch menus. We, we. He did. Actually, he did. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious that you, at least in the movie, 
one of the scenes is he would get on the loudspeaker and read the lunch menus out. <laughs> and he did. That's what he did. And you say he was special. Yes. Mentally, yeah. And balanced. some of the students were mean to him. Like, they tricked him into going into the women's, the girls' locker room. They were, you know, Made him come into work and clean dishes. People took advantage of his <laughs> deficiencies. Had a disease. But it was a true story that was a happy... happy in, it took place in South Carolina. And Deborah Winger was um, Ed Harris's wife in the movie. And I've kind of always had a... Yeah, I've always thought Deborah yeah, Winger. Well, she I was hot so. and officer and a gentleman yeah. 40 years ago. She's, well, she's still hot. Is yes. she still hot now? Because she's yeah. got to be mid She was just in uh, Netflix, The Ranch, with... Playing, uh, okay, doesn't she got to be in the mid sixties? Yeah, still hot. Hello, okay. good to hear. Yes, uh, guess who's coming to dinner? Is that the uh, biography of uh, Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> Where? I, I, I get it. He ate people. Yeah, I get it. But I, I, so, I don't get the connection of. I'm trying to curious. How do you go from Spencer Tracy go. and Catherine Hepburn to Jeffrey Dahmer? I mean, I, I this it. is even wild for this place. I gotta go home. Yeah, you should probably. Well, leave now. these are your people. Explain that no, one to me. These people, they never call they except call- for this show. You know, they were calling when Hunter was in there. <laughs> when Hunter was in that chair, I didn't hear any of those people calling in. Can we explain that? <laughs> the connection between Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn, Roy this? Dennis, Sidney Poitier, and Jeffrey Dahmer, and Southern Justin. Well, he doesn't. I mean, Southern Justin doesn't really have any. He does the lunch menu. It's like radio. Oh, okay. Did. okay. Right. This was just as ridiculous. Okay. Bob Saget died. Yeah. I know. In okay. Orlando, he was down there when we were down there. Yeah. And he was 65. And, you know, right now, that's, that's pretty early to die. Yeah. yeah. But they're comparing him to the deaths of Poitier and Betty White and these people. That, how long did you want those people to go on? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Sidney Poitier was 94, wasn't he? 94, and Betty White was 99. You can't put Bob Saget in the same of sentence with those Well, what, are the, what do you mean, how are they grouping them together? It's three giants and, of yeah. Hollywood? I mean, I, I never watched the show that he was the mayor dad. What was that? Is that with the little twins? Full House. I don't, I don't think I ever watched Full that. Full House and America's Funniest Home Videos were his big two shows. My big tie-in is I was uh, the voice on the radio. So you won up in Bob Saget weeks after his death? No. no but I, <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. You're going to no, one up Bob Saget. No, but I, I'm one of the surviving members. I was the voice on the radio in Fuller House. Yeah. So I'm but did the, you guys watch that? Show? I was in my twenties when that. Why would I? Watch? I never watched the show. I think I watched it when I was a little kid. But I, it, it was on from like eighty-two to ninety. Oh, it was on a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. When I was like in yeah. high school, I, I just wouldn't have been interested. But in I that. mean, I don't think I would have been interested in that show under any circumstance. Yeah. Wasn't it? I did. Here's how less interested I was. I didn't even watch the the. Sh- I was uh, did the voice of the radio on the Fuller House. I've never even seen. Seen my own. What's scene. Fuller House? It it's was the, like the sequel they did on Netflix. Sequel. So more people moved in. Where the kids, the, the grow kids up had daughters. Yeah, and the they kids. buy. Yeah. Doesn't the kids, anyone move out and get the their kid, own freaking place, or they all just freeload? No, they bought the house from their uh, from uh, Saget. And then they Saget stayed there with them. Yeah, he visited. He so the house really isn't Fuller. It's just full with different people. Well, they had kids and divorces and crap. But okay. I, you know. I didn't even. I think it sounds I didn't like he was a nice episode. Sound, I was in. Sounds like he was a really. I nice love the guy. fact that the best radio job yeah. you've ever had was fictitious. But you know, from yeah. reading San about San Francisco's it, pretty big market. You know? From reading about his death, though, it sounds like he was a very nice yeah. person. It sounds. Yeah. Like Norm Macdonald. They had yeah. some. They showed some line from Norm Macdonald. God rest his soul. He was talking about Bob Sagan. He goes, you know, and he goes in our profession. He goes, we're petty. 
we're mean, we're fake, we backstab, we hate it when others are successful. But he goes, but then there's Bob Saget. He goes, Bob, he basically said that Bob was the one comedian that was just generous and just not cutthroat and all, and he stood out. It was really neat. And you could tell he was being serious. You kept waiting for him to make it a joke, but he didn't. And it was, it was pretty powerful stuff. I saw Gilbert Gottfried was a good friend of his. <laughs> and when he went through the crap with the Aflac, duck and he lost the job. Saget was the one he said that called him up. That's what I've heard, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 65, that's... that's, And he still kept in touch with everybody on that show. It's less than 10 years. And that's, you know, it's not... Mike, what do you... I mean... So why do you compare that... You know, with and Betty White died of old age. I don't care what yeah. it was that and the so did was vaccination. So did Sidney yeah, Poitier. The, the, I think the microchip in her <laughs> and brain. Joe Gillis, Dwayne Hickman, they died because they, they were, were old. old. My father and mother died of yeah. other things. They died of specific things, you could yeah. say, but it was old age mostly. Yeah. My, they were 91. My dad was a week away from being 92. You know what the dumbest thing was uh, the rumor that. Uh, uh, Betty White died because she took I, a COVID booster. I heard referencing that. That. I'm just, It's just, just stupid. Freaking cesspool. Yeah. I mean, it really is all these rumors and crap, and it just. But that's the world we live in now. But no, that was kind of weird. I yeah. I don't remember seeing the Ritz Carlton Hotel, but my guess is it probably wasn't too far from where we were because we stayed in this stretch. You know, this huge stretch of huge hotels. But 65 years old. Well, what do you guess it is? Heart attack. Heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, be, or, it, it, because. His sister has uh, had heart problems, and her dad and died he looked of a little. He looked a little chunky, not yeah. overly chunky, but some. It doesn't, yeah. Oh, it's in his family. Okay, I didn't realize yeah, it's that. It's in his family. Okay, that's I'm, that's probably what it was. But I mean, I guess I mean he died in his sleep. It sounds like right. Yeah, and he had a good. I mean, his last show. He said how much he how enjoyed much he enjoyed it. it. Yeah, yeah. So what would you, you think? It's morbid for us to look up his net worth. No, I don't think so. No. Let's see what. Let's guess. That's what Suter and I. Do. I'm going to say Bob Saget, seventy-five million. I think maybe sixty-five million. I would say in the thirties. Okay, I'm giving him. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit for Full House. But that American. Yeah, that does sound maybe a bit. He high. probably made a lot of money with that American Home Video, didn't he? Yeah, but I don't know if he was just the. Host. And he hasn't. I mean, you're right. Seventy-five. I'll stick to it. That probably is too high. It's though, probably thirty. Yeah. He hasn't done anything really relevant for a while, has he? Other than his. Stand-up. Well, he, I mean, he's doing. Yeah. But I'm just saying, any like major shows like. I mean, 50 million. 50 oh. million, wasn't it? Okay. okay. Yeah. Hmm. His le- family will be well provided. I was going to say, he's leaving a nice chunk to his family. Was he married? Have kids? I believe he was. Yeah. Okay. I think I yeah. saw a story where they, his wife said she was devastated. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, so, well, sometimes. Filthy comedian, too, by the way. Let's point that out. What's that? Oh, he, he was filthy. His stand up was just dirty. That's what I heard. I've, I've heard. I've never heard him, but I've heard that he was so different than. The persona he had on, but he's not going to get on American Home Videos and start talking raunchy. No, that was the funniest part. He played like the dad on the nice family sitcom. And then, he you was know, on he, the nice family friendly show. You imagine he's on that show with the little five year old twins and just talking raunchy. You think that, oh, he that, talked about a, them in a stand up act in ways that we will not discuss on the air. But that was when they were adults. Though, yeah, right? when they were, well, <laughs> I, don't think, yeah. I don't think they were when he was no, doing the jokes. No, they were. I don't People know. don't realize how old those kids They're are. They're like in yeah. their 40s now, probably, yeah. aren't they? And the Olsen twins? And they are rich. Yeah. Didn't they do a clothing line or something? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, good for them. No, Her sister is a very successful actress now. She's in all the Marvel movies and stuff. Yeah. No, they're very rich. Scarlet Witch. I'm happy for him. But, um, no, he, yeah. It's sort of like um, uh, Melania Vintrube. Do you know who that is? She's Lily, yeah. the AT&T girl. Yeah. She's on all the AT&T commercials and helping people out. Filthy stand-up comedian. She used to be on the Comedy Central on that show at midnight a lot. 
just dirty. But you wouldn't guess it from the AT and T commercials. No. So people, but people would go to see Bob Saget after seeing him on Full House. Like I'm gonna go see the guy, the dad from Full House. So Thinking like, it'll be fun. And so it's like when people went to see Norm Macdonald at, at exactly Hanson. like that. Yeah, I'm probably great. inspired by that. Didn't Bullsby walk out? Yes. Bullsby walked out. Oh, that was the greatest. I oh, was the best. I was at that. Hello. Well, hello. Jeffrey Dahmer asked for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're back in the saddle, Captain. Yeah. Get get Suter back on Monday. Is he back on Monday? Yeah. Because the illness is over, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's ran been, its course. It's been over. It's ran yeah. its course. Yeah. The illness probably had some fun inside Suter. You know, it's all that scotch coming down. Oh, yeah. Virus is like, man, this is like going to Tahiti. <laughs> You got Ann over there, Molly making booze. Ann called in and uh, t- didn't she ask on the air for Molly to make a booze run for him? I yes. thought that was pretty funny. Drop it off on yeah. the porch. But I, I sat in here for two hours with Tom Friday when he obviously had it because he was sick the next day. And I didn't have a mask on and we talked. And if I got it, I never knew I had it. Well, And there's a chance I didn't get it. I, yeah. thought, I, I thought for sure I had it because I was really... Oh, you had showed most of the symptoms. Really, yes. Uh, ill. And then uh, you know, I took the over-the-counter test, and then I went to my doctor. And he said, no, this is, this is uh, bacterial, and this is with yeah. your autoimmune thing. And, and so he gave me a bunch of medicine. One is uh, my throat is rough because of the... Bacteria? No, I don't. Overall no. filth? Yeah, just <laughs> pus. That's like the second time you said the word pus. What yeah. are you doing? We you haven't even talked about pooping that's, yourself That's a yet. word that I we don't need try, to hear. To... Pus is not a good word. Tell them about the incontinence. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't need to hear about that either. Let's get back to the hawks. That's why we're here. <laughs> this is a Hawkeye podcast. That's right. That's what the advertisers are paying for, and that's what they expect to be doing. When Hunter was there, it was nonstop hawk talk. Although I've had a couple advertisers say, you know, I actually like you guys better when you just talk crap. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually had that happen a few times. I've had that complaint about uh, Coach Patterson. (coughs) Oh, he's really good at the insight. He knows a lot of stuff, but there's not a lot of nonsense with him. No, we have not a lot of goofing around. We're never going to cross that bridge with Don. No, I don't think so. Don is, Don keeps us. Nor should we. Nor should should we. we. No. I mean, imagine Don like um, I'm just trying to picture. Has Don ever? Has Southern? Has Menu Boy called in when Don's been on, or do you let him? He, he, I oh don't God, let no! Him. That would not happen. He's I'd, tried though, right? Oh yeah. When you yeah. cut him off, yeah. He got through the Mediacom show. Censorship. It's censorship. Well, seriously. No, I'm fine. This guy How gets on and says he's got 109 fever, which he couldn't have, and then, uh, or he'd be dead. Yes. And then, uh, two days later. He's at work washing dishes yeah. and silverware at Mazio's. I, and I told Tommy earlier today, uh, we will, this station, I mean, they can go there, they can have lunch, they can do what they want, but the station will never, ever sanction it. Because that just absolutely... Sanction what? Uh, another uh, lunch trip to Mazio's. Suter will talk you into it. He'll just do no, it without you. No, without, without this, no. No, I talked to him. He said that that was the straw. That Going into work two days after having a temperature of 100, what was it, 114? Yeah, and I mean, his doctor said you have COVID. Remember when... Um, and he goes in to, to work. I think it was Wally lit the... or something, They lit the thing for Beaver, and he ended up having a temperature of like 116. Yeah. And he was trying to get out of going to school. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's kind of, that's what that reminded me of. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm just trying to be as safe as I can. Plus, the other thing is I cover Iowa. The last thing I wanted to do, even if I was showing no symptoms, was go to a basketball game or a wrestling match and have COVID, and somehow one of their athletes gets it, and then I end up finding out I have it. And then, they, you know, I didn't want to cause any, so I just stayed away. I've just and like today though I'm gonna I'm supposed to see my insurance guy Chad Birch at 11:30. A lot's gonna depend on the weather. Plus, um, Linderbaum. I gotta I gotta get home at some point and write something about Linderbaum. I should have had something ready and I just didn't. I just like an idiot. But like I said, it seems like so t- often things break and I'm in here. Actually, they usually break right after you leave here too. Or or, or late. <laughs> like it would have been a huge topic on the show, and it hits like a day, a lot like of an hour happens. after you're gone. A lot of stuff happens though when I'm in here. Well, yeah. like every Monday, they always announce like the players of the week. I'm always in here for all that stuff. A lot of stuff happens on Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. To begin and 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 but yeah, Linderbaum. But like I said, the Linderbaum thing. It's not like that's going to be a huge traffic driver because. Nobody, everyone expected him to leave, and everyone knows about him. I mean, I'm going to write some. I'm, uh, yeah, there is nothing more to really. There's really with. nothing more. I don't think, if I had the story up right now, I don't know how much traffic it would drive. i got to figure out an angle for a column that I'm going to write, and I'm also writing something on Iowa quarterbacks. Do you know that Iowa had the All-Big Ten quarterbacks seven out of nine years from 83 to 91? And then since then... They have had um, only four quarterbacks even make first or second team, two first-teamers and two second-teamers. Um, Brad Banks and Tate in 2002 and four, And then Matt Sherman made second team in 97, and Bethard made it in 215. I thought for sure that Stansy did, but he's not in the media guide. He's not, and, so, but, and so I'm writing in a, a – Part of what I'm writing is – now we're getting serious. We're, yeah. yeah, this is breaking down. When, when Hayden got here – and he opened things up, and they kind of ended the Big Ten's three yards in a cloud of dust. And he, he was kind of ahead of the curve offensively. He was sort of like the spread offenses now back then. He, and other teams had to kind of catch up to what he's doing. Now Iowa seems like it's behind the curve on offense, and I think who, hurts, who that suffers the most is the quarterback. I'm not saying Spencer Petrus is as good as Chuck Long, but I will say that Chuck Long had much better circumstances to work under than the current quarterbacks. And I think right now they, this offense needs to evolve because that's what Hayden did. Hayden always evolved, and by the time Hayden got to Iowa, he was in his 50s. And it was the offense he wanted. And Hayden could be conservative. He could run the ball a ton. But Hayden's passing attack was a lot different than a lot of those Big Ten teams were used to. And they were aggressive when they needed to be. So I'm kind of writing that to sort of maybe explain why they don't um, – why their quarterbacks don't get honored anymore. It's not like Chuck Long was a big-time recruit. It's not like Chuck Hartley was a big-time recruit. They weren't. It's not like they're recruiting any better or any worse. They're just not developing, and I do think. And I asked a couple former players, and they didn't want to talk on the record for the story. And I could see that because it would be perceived as they're kind of criticizing the current staff. But they did say that they were ahead of the curve. And, that you know, because Ohio State and Michigan, those teams ran the ball a ton. And they had, like, dual-threat quarterbacks that ran kind of almost like a wishbone option attack. But nobody was throwing the ball downfield and having t- multiple tight ends running seam rounds. Hayden brought that in. And then Illinois started doing it. And so Iowa was ahead of the curve then, and you saw it with the quarterbacks. But now they're behind the curve. That's kind of the angle I'm taking. So there you go. The only problem is now i got to go home and write it since I just blabbed about it on the radio. I can't <laughs> blow it off. So I have to well, actually the, do it. The Linderbaum sh- thing should be easy because well, I imagine the I, statement. I'm not going to – yeah, he's our, it's our – I'm going to guess it's 
well, thankful for my time at the university. He already did all that. Wonderful. And, yes. And I'm I'm not sure how I've written about him ad nauseum. I've written so many columns about him. I may just use his release. And I already t- see the nice thing is when I tweet something, the tweet goes up on the front page of our website. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, we've got and it like has that. content yeah. and it has the photo too. So it almost looks so it's on the website for anybody who happens to get on to the, I just haven't written anything yet. But uh, no, when it's you not, tweet something, we retweet it and then it ends up on the front page of ours. So on yours yeah. too. And yeah. yeah. And, then, and, then, and then, like I said, and the nice thing about it with ours, and I don't, it shows the art that goes with the tweet yeah. too. And, it, and hey, look, it almost looks like a content item. And so, yeah, I did. I was able to do that right before I came in. But I still, with Linderbaum, I still can't get over the fact that his senior year, he played high school baseball all the way through, and he played, he'd go and train with the Iowa incoming freshman football players all morning, then he'd go play high school baseball, and if you don't, aren't aware, high school baseball takes a lot of time to play. I mean, you're playing 40 games, you're getting there three hours before, I, mean, I remember, like, I'd have to get there three hours before a high school baseball game, I mean, it was just, I mean, for a lazy guy like me, it was misery, I hated it, and I remember my dad would be like, good. God, you're lazy. Because I'd complain about it. I mean, God, the game's at 7 and they want us there at 3.30, you know? And, of course, Mass had to be part of it. You know, we always had to go to Mass before games. Why? Because it was a Catholic school. I'd be like my dad. I'm like, are we praying to win? Yeah, I mean, do you pray to win? And my dad would be like, ask your mom. I don't know, you know? <laughs> and, but I would, we went to Mass before everything, before sporting events. That's just what you did. What? Do I you mean, believe that God... Of- do I believe in God? Sure. Well, no, uh, I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, do you believe? Deep question for Hawk Fanatic. Do you believe that, uh, Isn't that a Huey God Lewis listens song? to your prayers uh, for for uh, games? Uh, no. No. No, I think or people do, do think, that. I think people do that to make themselves feel better. To make themselves feel like... But do you look, think the outcome is No, I don't think God was... To like, teach somebody. No. I don't think God was there when I made a last-second shot against Valley or when I got shelled against Hoover. And Bay. I don't think he was pulling the strings on either one of those, you know? I mean... But what if it was to teach you a lesson? I don't think God messes with lessons with... Like, there was that school. episode of Family Guy where he wanted Belichick to lose because he was, wouldn't smile. But I don't think God's messing just, around with high school baseball in Iowa or basketball, no. I don't think, but no, we had to go to mass, and you know that's an hour part of the pregame ritual, you know. And but I was just amazing. But my point is, high school baseball is a law. I I don't think my guess is Solon probably didn't go to mass before their games, but Linderbaum still, I bet, was putting five six hours a day. And because you play a double header, that's six seven hours. And you're playing in August, right? Yeah. Well, they played baseball through June July. Remember they, um, but he for late July, yeah, yeah, late May and all of June, he was doing both. And I remember Kirk Ferentz even commented on that. He thought he said that really made an impression on him and kind of told them what this kid was about, work ethic, dedication. He could have easily told those Solon baseball team, you guys, I'm busy. And they would have understood, but he didn't. And I remember doing a story on him. He says, you know, I've been playing baseball with these guys since I was a kid. I want to finish what I started. And that just made an impression yeah. on me. And, and obviously, the kid was blessed with a lot of talent, too. And, um, and But he's, you know, he's taking advantage of what he was given, and now he's going to be... I mean, I'm, could you imagine having a kid? You raise this kid, and now all of a sudden he's going to be worth $20 million because of how well he plays a position on a foot. It's pretty crazy when you think about yeah. it. It's like winning the lottery at birth, I guess, right? Is that sort of how you describe it? I don't know. Yeah, but it's the kid's money. I mean, Oh, I'm not saying it's not yeah. the kid's money, but I'm just saying. I mean, the, the, I'm, the kid won... The moment he was yeah. born, I mean, he now he had to develop it, but he's got a lot of talent too, and it takes luck. 
He's, you know, he's avoided injury for the most part. It was pretty scary when he went down in the bowl game. Um, but luckily, that, fortunately, that was nothing serious. But, yeah, I mean, I've seen him as high as 12th in the draft. Centers don't usually go in the first round, so he's going to be an exception. If he goes as high as 12th, I mean, that's a lot of guaranteed money. A lot of guaranteed money. And, I, you know, good for him. And 12, you're not going to go to a terrible team. It's not like he's going to go to the Lions or something. No, I, that's I, nice. Yeah, no, I am um, kind of that sweet spot of not a bad team and still pretty high and getting some money. I have no idea who the Bears center is, but I say, hey, draft him because <laughs> nothing with the Bears seems to be the I mean, the Bears are just why would you want to send to, some to that? Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully the Bears will get a good card. Yeah, it goes back. Chicago would be a fun town to live in and play. I mean, yeah. Oh, it, you know, they're not. Chicago is a great town. It's just that no, the, they're they're you they're know, not a good organization. They takes just me back to my father, you know, you know, pulling his hair out. I mean, rooting lo- for the Bears or the Cubs. It's tough. Is that how you lost your hair, or is it yeah. just? Uh, yes. I mean, Lovey had a few yeah. moments, and Ditka, of course, was good, but yeah. Ditka was forty years ago. Yeah. yeah. Is that Super Bowl eighty-five? What's that? Fifteen. God, he's thirty-seven a, years ago. He's a jerk. Now. Ditka. Yeah. Yeah. Is he really? I know he does. Yeah. I like the gambling commercial. Who he won't even stand up. He's just sitting in a chair, the yelling, he's screaming, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just kind of. It's Ditka. What are you betting on, Ditka? <laughs> yeah, I don't see. But he does commercials for health stuff too, doesn't he? Yeah, but he just. Uh, I don't. My uh, one of my cousins is, is uh, handles his uh, legal stuff. Is his attorney, and he's you know off the record. He's a, just a jerk. To your cousin, he's mean, or to just, everybody. didn't the ESPN get rid of him because he said something like he was starting to say goofy stuff off the air, like I, I, speaking at like weird rallies and stuff. Yeah, like that. oh yeah, he's like uh, deep state and crap. Oh, yeah. is he queuing on? I think he's queuing yeah, on. but it's it's more than that. God. Take that out of it. I didn't even want to bring that up because the, no, he is a jerk. Besides that, he just so you're actually kind of. Yeah. Is yeah, you're paying respect to QAnon, right? You're saying yeah, QAnon yeah. doesn't deserve. I don't want to bring QAnon no. into this. Yeah, I don't want to tarnish their image, <laughs> sully the <laughs> reputation of tur- of QAnon. No, he's just a real jerk. That's unfortunate, but that does not surprise me. Yeah. No, doesn't. I mean, he's always yeah. been kind of temperamental and used to getting his way. I mean, he was good for the Bears. I mean, he did. He well, Buddy Ryan also made a big difference with that team, and they hated each other. They couldn't function together. It's part of the reason the Bears unraveled. And that was uh, Granny, uh, the yeah. Beverly Hillbillies. But oh, Irene Ryan. Oh, yeah. okay. It was okay. Irene Ryan? Oh, oh okay. I, I misunderstood. God, then it, um, I was couldn't sleep and channel surfing. Some show called Highway Patrol from the mid fifties oh, came on. Roderick Crawford. Yeah, my God, I watched like five minutes of that, and then I was about <laughs> ready to get. It's so. He has got to be one of the worst actors that Hollywood has ever produced. And he was the he was out of in the water, you know, out of the waterfront. And he's he just can't, you know. And he was in a bunch of other movies, and he just can't deliver a line. Why does he keep getting hired? I've even heard his name, Roderick Crawford. That's somewhat famous, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. And that was a big show. That was a syndicated show. That was on for years. It didn't need. It didn't have a network. But you watched that in the 1950s. Feel like a long time yeah. ago. With the cars and the big just the, whip yeah, antenna. Just yeah, just and I'm thinking, hell, I wasn't even alive. I mean, how old was this? The show that I was watching, which came out in '55. Yeah. What were you? How old were you then? Uh, died. You were. N- or no? No, you weren't. Died. That old. I was. Uh, 
55. What year were you born? I was six. I think Doug's I was girlfriend six. was in college. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Wagner. What were the Stones doing in 55? Uh, well, Keith was playing. Um, what are you looking up? I'm looking up Roderick Crawford. What year, what year, I'm going to guess he died in 1974. 10-4. My dad said he won an Academy Award. It was weird. Yeah, he did. You guys will you guys. No, he died in 86. Oh, wow. He lived a long. How old was he? Yeah. Uh, Let me see. You guys disparaging Academy Award winner Broderick Crawford. He won an Academy Award? That's what my dad says, yeah. He was 74. He must not have been a terrible actor if he won an Academy Award. He was awful. What did he win an Academy Award for? I don't know. Uh, He was in a Marx Brothers... uh, uh, radio comedy, Flywheel, Shyster, and Flywheel. Uh, then he was uh, uh, Lenny on, of Mice and Men. I thought of Lenny and Squiggy. Remember them? Yes. So, were they? I. I. What was it? Irene and Shirley. What yeah. was that show called? The Laverne and Shirley. Oh, what did I say? Irene. <laughs> uh, we don't need any more. Tommy, are you bored with Robert Crawford? Uh. Only to let you know, just long enough to let you know, he won an Oscar and Golden Globe for all the King's Men in 1949. It was awful. So he was on the downside of his career when he was doing the uh, Highway, Highway Patrol. Patrol. <laughs> he went from the... His net worth was $1.5 million. Pre-Korean War, he was a great actor. That's not bad for 1986, was it? He made $2 million doing Highway Patrol. I'm wow. watching the chat room. Dad, he did not die of a heroin overdose. That'd be great if he did, though. Um, speaking of death, I was watching. Belushi. I was watching an Andy Griffith episode. Of, imagine that—the one where she fakes a relationship with um, Fred Goss, the cleaner. You know that one? Yeah. That guy's name was Fred Sherman, and I just happened to—I just happened to stumble upon something. I'm like, is that the same Fred Sherman? So I looked it up. He died like right after shooting that of a stroke, a massive stroke. He died like right after they finished filming that episode of Andy Griffith. Wow. It was just was kind of creepy. Uh, Fred Sherman. He was like the ending, and yeah. and it was weird. I think in that episode, it came out in '62. Thir- he was born in thir- he was like 49 years old, and he looked 80. I mean, he looked really old, and then he was like in his 40s. But now he died shortly right after they got done. You know, when you look up something and they yeah. do the, it's it basically just said he 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 passed away from a massive stroke just moments after shooting finishing shooting the, which I just thought was kind of creepy. Yeah, people notice pus. And Aunt B didn't want any part of him either. She ended up dumping him. She, she was using him. She was using him to uh, to fit a whim. Aunt B. Yeah. So dust out the cobwebs. Yep. I got. Why don't you guys talk? I'm tired of talking. <laughs> why don't you guys say something? <laughs> your show. Yeah, but I need these to, are your I'm people. Getting, I'm getting a frog in my show. Throat. That's fine. We could take a break. What time is it? We could take a break. We're almost halfway through the Jesus, show. It's over nine thirty. Whatever yeah. happened to those nine thirty breaks? Yeah. It's the 9.40 break now. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll take a break, and we'll be back with I mean, a lot of um, hawk. More breaking down. A lot of hawk breakdown analysis. What do you think? A lot of breaking down. Of yeah. Us. Yep. And we'll be right down. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. one 800 800- 
800 Rose. Remember, just about the time Willa Dickens began as a watchmaker at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, a romantic notion was blooming in 1940s America. The idea that a diamond, like love itself, is precious and lasting. More than ever before, proposals began including twinkling rings and velvet-lined Hertine and Stocker boxes. Decades of engagements and countless shimmering rings later, happy, nervous hands are still accepting these promises of always from Hertine and Stocker. The designs are always modern and fresh, but the service is still as exceptional as it was in those very early days. Perhaps that rare blend of past and present is the reason Hertine and Stocker has been voted best jewelry store in Iowa City eight years running. Stop and see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then step inside and say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. This is Patrick Eads, owner of Geary Brothers Ford Lincoln, serving Iowa City in the corridor. Proud recipient of Ford's President Award for the highest customer satisfaction in both sales and service. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for New Car Dealer 2017 through 2019. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for Used Car Dealer 2020. Locally owned and operated, we understand the importance of community-minded business. We proudly support youth sports. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln at the corner of Mormon Trek Boulevard and Highway 1 or online at DearyFord.com. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Players Sports Bar and Grill in downtown Iowa City is now open for lunch at 11 a.m., seven days a week. Stop in for big specialty burgers, Tex-Mex tacos, soups, salads, and more. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features gourmet hot dogs, including the famous Iowa Dog, covered in bacon, corn relish, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has indoor and outdoor seating, plus carryout and delivery through CHOMP. Daily deals and the full menu are available online at playersic.com or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Once upon a time in the land of the Hawkeyes, a business grew a business that would become synonymous with real estate. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson of Hawkeye Title and Settlement. When you're buying or selling your home, you'll need title and settlement services. Consider the Hawkeye Title and Settlement team. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319 
390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Hi, this is Bill Eichsnering of the Oxyoke Inn. Although times have changed, we're still ready and waiting to serve you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Oxyoke family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for over 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving lunch, dinner, and banquets. Don't forget we've perfected curbside carryout, including our famous pies. So take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit OxyokeInn.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our Oxyoke family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. The Oxyoke Inn. From the Hurting and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurting and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. I'm meteorologist Mace Michaels. Winter storm warning continues through tonight for four to seven inches of accumulation. Snow for today, a high in the low 30s. Snow continues tonight, wrapping up overnight. Low to the mid-teens. And a mix of sun and clouds and cooler for tomorrow, a high around 20. On into Sunday, partly sunny, high temps in the low 20s. That's your forecast on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now it's 33. KCJJ weather brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful. Morning to you. Already getting uh, reports of uh, slippery uh, conditions uh, to the uh, to the west and to the north of us. Um, so yeah, it's definitely on its way. It's like spitting out here. Not, I just went outside and nothing yet. Yeah, I just walked out it's and there's a little bit of spit, but but I'm. I mean, it's going to be one of those things where we'll north of Highway 33 to five, south 18 to 20. Yeah, yeah. you know it'll be. Yeah. 
Uh, Burlington Street between Summit Street and Muscatine Avenue closed for emergency water service repair. That can't be good. That's a pretty big street. Yeah, so they're still working on that. They expect that is it to right be on my open, yeah. reopened later today. But Burlington Street between Summit Street and Muscatine Avenue closed. And I used to live over there on Summit Street, 411 Summit Street, in the house owned by one of your good friends, Captain Gary yeah. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. What a wonderful He doesn't man. own it anymore, I don't believe. What a glorious, wonderful man. He you guys was. had a great relationship. Oh, God, yeah. It. yeah. I loved it. Yeah, from day number one. March. Uh, I never uh, had a weather, problem with the guy. January I mean, he was, 28th. He was always really nice to me. January 28th, 1994, Friday night, 614. God, that's You're like going to have a beer. No. No, I, I'm not. I've got my uh, burger and fries. Oh, I've heard the story. He was no. forcing you to drink or he wanted you out? He kicked me out. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem yeah, like And then he PR. canceled his advertising on the station. Now, this is opposed to the Diamond Dave story you told earlier where you walked out because they wanted to see your ID. Yeah. I get ID to high Well, I didn't walk out. I wasn't in. Because you wouldn't show him your ID. Yeah. I get ID'd every time I buy beer at hy V. I'm not above being ID'd. It makes yeah. people, it pretends that I'm Stupid. 18 instead of 58. Stupid. I, thought I do think stupid. it's kind of ridiculous, but I, they have yeah. to do it. I, I think it's part, like high V. They have Jesus to do it. Christ, why? Or they have to get a manager to come over. That's I. I don't know. I mean, it is. I agree. Look at me. Do I look like no. I need to I mean, flash an ID? I don't know why I, you're offended by it. Because but I it doesn't seem like so, it's seems like I'm so many offended. other things you could be offended by. That it's not that I'm offended. It's just stupid. you just want to go in and sing karaoke with Brad Man. I wasn't going to sing karaoke anyway. Nor did I want to be seen with Brad Man. Well, there you go. That's not the point. The point is, I don't have to show somebody when I'm in my fifties. I don't. Why do I need to show? I agree with you on my that ID? one. I agree with you on. But like I'm saying, if you go to High V to buy booze, you got to show. Yeah. I mean, I've seen guys that look like um, Mr. Potter from. You know, <laughs> they make they ID them. That's what he did with the money. Yeah. He bought booze. He bought booze. <laughs> no, he had a lot of pain in his life. I think I read where he may have had like a he may have been addicted to morphine. Because he had to take painkillers. Because he had a lot of... Well, obviously, he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. I think that was... I think it was... Lionel... The L- actor was in a wheelchair, the character. Really? Lionel Barrymore was, yeah, at, yeah. at time. Yeah, his... Look him up. He, uh, he Was he John's brother? See. Look up Lionel Barrymore. His, he had some health issues. And I think he had to take a lot of painkillers. Uh, I don't think all of that was acting. Yeah. Santa man all hogwash. That's what he said right after George left the room. He lived in 76. He was born in the 1800s, wasn't he? Yeah, he died in... Uh, in, in he used to date uh, Doug's girlfriend, I think, for a while. What year was he born? He was born in 83, in Eight, 1893. Yeah, just shortly before you started radio. No, that's when he was... That's No, he was born April 28th, 1878. Wow, so Mr. Potter was born, like, 12 years after the end of the, the Civil, Civil War. War. yeah. That's just kind of, but that movie was 1946, yeah, so yeah. he would have been about 70 years old when he did that movie. Uh, several sources argue that arthritis alone confined him to a wheelchair. A film historian, Janine Bassinger, said his arthritis was serious by at least 1928 when he made the movie Sadie Thompson. Uh, he had been addicted to morphine due to arthritis by 1929. So God... Tw- um, um, 16, 17 years before they filmed yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. Well, he lived till he was 76. Yeah. And I think John Barrymore had some issues too, didn't he? 
I think so. Well, so what's her name did? When Drew, wasn't she doing like heroin at like four? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's an addictive family. Free yeah. ba- free basin at now three. Now she's got a show. Oh, she's made quite a recovery. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was years ago. Um, but then she's pretty talented too. Yeah. She's pretty, um, she um, can play a lot of different parts. So I'll give her that. So, all right. Um, back to the Hawkeyes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I know you weren't at the game, but what was the the little scuffle at the end of the first half yesterday? Well, what was behind that? The Woodson was talking to one of the refs, and Connor started walking towards their conversation, like he also wanted to say something, but his walk caused him to cut cross paths with the and one of the Indiana players, I, number zero, I think it was. Um, he he pushed Connor right away, and Connor's like, "Hey, you know," and so it was mostly that. It was you know, some people said, "Oh, we almost had a fight." I don't think it was. Well, he close. had to push a gun lay back. I, yeah, I but I don't think anyone. I don't think it was close to coming to blows. But no. I was just watching from TV too. Although I had a better angle watching from TV than I did would have from the arena because it was down on the other side. But no, they crossed paths, and the Indiana player took offense to Connor walking through their line of players to head to the locker room. I think that's what it was. Okay. And, uh, and then you know, cooler heads prevailed. Hello. Hey, Captain, a couple questions. Who Who is the voiceover for that Hurtine and Stalker commercial, and who wrote? Who writes those? I don't know. Um, I know the ones you're talking give about. Give him Suter's cell phone number. Is that Glenn Gardner? And, yeah, I think it is Glenn Gardner. Glenn, Glenn. He, made our, he made our first talk, um, your prep sports website. Really? Yeah, we don't use that one don't, anymore, but that was our first one. Yeah, Glenn Gardner. Beautifully written. Yeah. Well, thank you. Praise. A compliment. You had no idea how to take it. Unsolicited praise. Yeah. You guys are usually the ones praising yourselves, and here's somebody else praising you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was Glenn Gardner. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know Glenn. I mean, those guys in the morning. He used to do music promotions because when we went up to his house, he had a bunch of Led Zeppelin, really cool um, prints and stuff. Oh, he's really in the His old morning show at KRNA is one of the reasons I wanted to get into radio. I used to listen to those guys in the morning every morning. Sorry. No offense. Well, you say you used to listen to us. Um, only when they were, we were doing a newspaper layout at Regina. We had you on in the dark room. I think you were like the stoner station for us. That's why. It was either you or KRUI. This place, the stoner station? No, 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 KFMH. Oh, okay. When this I was place, in high school, he, he and Hunter were on KFMH. This in the place place is more lollipops and um, shrieking teenagers. Yeah. Shrieking. I don't the know shrieking that we have that many freaking teenagers. Shrieking. The sounds of you do. happy with their music. Honest like when you turn God, to- you imagine, Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> you imagine, you know, Katy Perry's like in her mid-30s. Yeah. And I bet when her songs come on, 14-year-olds cry and hug each other. I, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, whatever. I don't think they even listen to her anymore. Who listens to her? Uh, like a 70-year-old men? Uh, well, they debuted her video at halftime in the national championship game. That does, what's that no, say about I'm demos? sure that they do, but they're also listening to Olivia Rodrigo. Right. Well, I've never even heard of. I mean, yeah, there's a lot. See, there's a ton of artists. How old is she? What is she, 18? Yeah. Yeah. So Katie Perry's in her 40s and Olivia Rodrigo's 18. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I haven't listened to either one. Well, you sh- you sh- I, did, I did have you guys on in the car the other day, and you were promoting Taylor Swift's song "Message in a Bottle." I'm like, oh wow, she doing the, another version of that real, and it was just crap, and I couldn't listen. <laughs> to it. I thought she was doing maybe a remake of Sting song. Yeah, the no. police. 
Gypsy. That's a great song. That is a great song. Sting, Police, Message in a Bottle. You, yeah. you like that, Captain, don't yes. you? Don't fight that one. Yes. Okay. Got that all great right. bass player. I like oh, Sting. I like Sting. The Indian's great. I don't like all of Sting stuff. But most of it, I do. Some no, of it. No, right now, stuff is just like. Oh, yeah. We're playing some of it on KFMH now. and it's Some of it's a little. Dirty. Um. I didn't like every breath you take. I like yeah. that song. Synchronicity was the most successful album, but and, I don't think it was. It wasn't best. one of my favorites. Oh, I like My that favorite song. was Message in a Bottle. Um, I love Don't Stand So Close to Me. What other, what's another? Those are probably my two. King of Pain? I like King of Pain. I do like, but yeah. that's on Synchronicity. I'm with Tommy. I just didn't. That thing got played too much, and I worked with this guy over the summer who was a huge police fan. And when that album came out in the summer of '85, I think, yeah, it's just it was on all the time. King of Pain was an interesting song, though. Yeah, um, I like that. But I've always loved the sound of Stuart Copeland's drumming. I mean, I, the drums, in the to me, Police and Led Zeppelin are the two music groups where the drums. I mean, you'll be listening to a Led Zeppelin song, then all of a sudden John Bonham starts drumming, and to me, he carries the song the rest of the way. I don't say that about many drummers. How's that? Now I'm getting kind of deep with music. Yeah. yeah. You know, we don't need just the Hawkeye. Break deep. We're breaking it down. Yes. Down. We should have Don sometime break down famous rock bands. Give him like a week to give us analytics. Or, or Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift. You th- I bet he's heard of Daily. Do you think Don's heard of Olivia Rodrigo? No. No. You think he's heard of Taylor Swift? I yes. bet he's heard of Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah, it's a tough yes. one to avoid. And I had heard of her even before, you know, not just because of you guys. It's not, it's not, like, I, it's not like I'm John Travolta, the boy in a bubble. <laughs> Remember that when they rolled him out to the beach? That should have been Suter last Friday. <laughs> had him come in here in a bubble. <laughs> Did you ever watch Seinfeld? No. There's a great episode where... There's a, a when, when that was big. They're was looking big for something thing. like out in the in, in like the up, upper somewhere yeah. like on Long Island. And they or something. run into a, you know a kid, a bubble boy. That, uh, yeah, in a bubble, and for health reasons. Kid, yeah, yeah. The kid, you know, talks back to its parents. It's not a he's kid a, the anymore. The kid's a dick. Yeah, the kid's a dick, and he's like in his probably twenties, yeah, or thirties, uh, and uh, uh, Brian uh, uh, Murray Doyle. Or is it Brian, Brian Doyle Murray? Murray is the dad. Uh, yeah, I don't and know who that is. He's Bill, Bill Murray's, Murray's brother. brother. Okay, and he was uh, just, he was the head caddy in Caddyshack. Yeah, he's just hilarious in, in the What's damn thing. What's that say? What's that say? Yeah, and they got in a they got in a big fight, and this kid's in a bubble. Uh, Why didn't they just roll him down? Or roll him away. Well, well, they get into a fight, and he pops the bubble. Georgia accidentally pops the bubble during the fight. Yeah, oh, they get okay. into a scuffle. Hello. Hey, uh, Captain, you'll remember this from Highway Patrol. You and I are almost contemporaries, but at the end of the show, frequently, he'd be real serious. And and remember, leave your blood at the Red Cross, not on the highway. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Was that the guy who called in the weather forecast from the tobacco no. bowl back in the no. day? No. It sounds like him. <coughs> no. But didn't Travolta do Boy in the Bubble? Yeah. yeah, and didn't they roll him out to the beach so he could at least see the waves coming onto the shore? I, I thought that happened. There was a movie called Bubble Boy. Was it, it was an after comedy. Sh- was it an after school special, The Boy in the Bubble? I don't think so. I thought it was. Remember was those it? things? Remember those after school specials? Yes. Well, I I didn't watch them. I remember them being on. I remember I, them being on. I was like 10, 11, 12. God, you're just. Uh, another one where Helen baby. Hunt goes does PCP and jumps out a window. <laughs> I only know that from because they'd show it on late night shows when she was a guest. She, I think the first time I did see her in a movie, it was like an after school special. Yeah. 
She did them, yeah. Now I don't think I've seen her in a movie since Castaway, which is still on. Yeah. God, it's on all the time right now. Seeing a lot, and Titanic refuses to go away. It's on multiple channels right now, and I know that's one of your favorite movies, Captain. God, it's so... What's worse, Castaway or Titanic? I'd say Titanic. Yeah, I mean... I've never seen Titanic. Uh, it does. I've seen Castaway. I didn't need the love story in Titanic. I needed just the shipwreck. The, the sh- yeah. The, that would have been enough. Well, and some I other- mean, it's so damn clear that there's so much room on that damn driftwood that he could have got on it. Yeah, I know. It was long, too. It's just stupid. It was long. Yeah. And I didn't get the volley. I get that he needed companionship, the volleyball thing with Wilson. That kind of lost. I, it just didn't work for me. No, it I worked just, for some people. They I said was, it was bored with it. Uh, yeah, I was, you know, I mean. It, it just was, it was just, I don't know, stupid. I just but when that movie came out, wasn't it? Pr- oh, I mean, did, did he win the Oscar? I know yeah. he was not. He did yeah. win the Oscar. Yeah. I mean, he did a good job. He lost all that weight. Think about what he went through physically to make that movie. But it just didn't work for me. I don't know what it was. I thought, I, it, was I thought it was neat when he was trying to figure out, okay, once he figured out how he was going to have water, that was the first part I of surviving. Like, I really don't like movies on water. But the other thing, though, Except, I thought about... Except uh, the Bruce Willis one with uh, Sally, with the... Who is it? Sarah Jessica Parker. I oh, like Go- Striking where, Distance. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's not a bad movie. I like that. That's not a bad movie. Hello? Isn't she in, like, Celeste Swimmer in that one? She's a under... She's a internal affairs police yeah but she's wearing like like uh you know swimming stuff like tight at times outfits she never really did it for me very well yeah she's got a great body i'll give yeah i mean but she, she was never wasn't she was never one of my favorites yeah she's okay i never thought of it like that but i just did though i, I thought honeymoon in that. vegas she was good in that never saw it never saw it name another one uh what else has she been well obviously um the one with all the uh the old prostitutes, whatever that's called. Uh, Sex. Sex in the City, yeah. <coughs> I never saw that. So this, I was thinking of Brian from Family Guy. So this uh, show is about four prostitutes. Listen, he sounds like a three-pack-a-day smoker. Yeah. I remember my buddy's dad would get up, and he first thing he'd do is he'd go to the couch. If I spent the night there, he'd go to the couch, kind of bury his head in a cup of coffee and cigarettes, and just hack for like an hour. Just, just wet, gooey hacks. And then he's smoking the whole time. Do you know I've never smoked in my life? And <laughs> now um, I just cough. And they did uh, an X-ray this last week, and I've got and his lungs scars perfect. on my lung. You got scars on your lung? Yeah. Oh, I, had, I was born with them. I can one up you on this one. Here, so give me a minute. He's got to get some water. He's coughing right yeah. now. Yeah. So how are you doing, Steve? I got scars. Got scars? Yeah. Us. That's a question. I'll ask Pat when he comes back in here. Oh, you he can probably hear me now, but. Um, the Iowa men are scheduled to play at 1 o'clock tomorrow here against Minnesota. No, it's there. Oh, it's there? Yeah. Would they leave today then to get up there? Oh, yeah, without question. Okay, so they're going to be there. Okay. I know they're supposed to get snow up there too, but I didn't know. The women are here on S- Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, the weather shouldn't affect that. So they probably would. Do you think they'd leave early or they'd leave soon just to avoid the weather to get up there? Um, they're not in school right now, right? No, they don't start not school until next Tuesday. So yeah, yeah they, I'm sure they'll adjust. Okay, but right now, I mean, for them to fly up there, it's I don't think this weather is going to okay. really hinder any of that. What's wrestling? Uh, what's their schedule this weekend? That I don't look it up. I don't I have that up top of my head. Um, I know they've got. I feel like I just did a story on that too. Okay, uh, tonight I will wrestling in Northwestern, mm-hmm. and then oh, uh, Sunday, uh, Sunday I will wrestling in Illinois. At look Rome. at that. Are they on the road for both? Hunter. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hunter putting together the schedule and put it in the studio. Yeah. Okay. How? Oh, I was born with lung scar tissue because I tested, you know, they used to do those tuberculosis things on your yeah. arm. Mine reacted one time and they couldn't, I didn't have it, but then they did an x-ray and they, I had a little bit of lung tissue, the scar that I, that I was um, born with and they told me never to smoke cigarettes and I never have. Well, I never have either, but I, I can't even. Did they specify not cigarettes or did everything just, smokable? Well, I mean, they, they didn't say cigars or they said cigarettes. Okay. I mean, this would have been like 1969. I mean, I was a young kid. You know, I don't think they're worried about me like, you know, freebasing or anything. Well, I never had. I never was. <laughs> they didn't mention crack or anything. I never was told that till this week. <clears throat> the lungs thing? Yeah. Yeah, I just found out a couple weeks ago that I've got extra teeth. You know, you're like Freddie Mercury. I yeah, can, I, I like can, more molars in I my back. I can blow you all out of the water. In 19... Is that a long one? Is it a long story? Yeah. Nineteen. We're trying to break down Hawkeye in sports. In 1949. No. Uh, <laughs> when I was 65 years old and I got cancer, um, and this is the first time it was mentioned to me, and I had problems with my back... <laughs> Uh, you know, I had I've had X-rays done and MRIs done, and it wasn't until I was 65 when the uh, uh, guy comes over, the X-ray guy. What do they call that guy? Uh, the X-ray guy. The X-ray there guy. There we go. Radiologist. Yeah, the radiologist comes over and says, "Look at this. You see, you see that over there?" And I said, "Yeah, what's there? Nothing." He goes, do you know you were born with one kidney? I said, no. He said, yes. I'm, Nobody ever told me that until I was heard 65. That Not very common, but I've heard it. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe so you nobody, can't have energy drinks or anything, so you only got the one kidney. I can't believe nobody would have told you that. Nobody. And I mean, I had back uh, trouble. Did you physicals and, as a kid? Yeah. And nobody ever told me. I swear to God. Nobody ever told me that. I looked at because we were in the room, Jan and I together, and I said, "What the hell?" That is wild. So who, wrestling is where's wrestling again? At Northwestern tonight, and then at Illinois. At Illinois on Sunday. I don't think okay. either are, is on TV, but I could be wrong on that. I'll, um, I'll check that. Uh, yeah. I think one of them is, isn't it? Yeah. Because I saw seven of their nine, seven of their nine matches. Big Ten Network on. Uh, Tonight? Sunday. Sunday? Okay, that's three out of four. No, that's that's been on basketball. Seven out of nine they have. No, the big... wrestling is not on the, the TV. I got not, it up here. I'll find not it. tonight. Hello? Good morning, guys. Morning. Hey, the Iowa basketball game, I looked it up online, and then our newspaper down here in the Quad City says it's a Sunday game at 1 o'clock. Yeah. For the Iowa men? Yeah, yeah the Iowa men. It is Sunday. Who said it was Saturday? Yeah. Uh, they did in one of their releases. Well, here. Well, I've got Sunday here. Yeah, yeah. Matt Weitzel. We leave tomorrow afternoon. We play Sunday. Yeah, I didn't realize somebody had said it was Saturday. But, yeah, no, it's Sunday at 1. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, did so. we say it was Saturday? Okay, I did. because. Okay. Right. Well, that was Tommy Lang's fault. Captain and I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Iowa returns to action Saturday at Minnesota. According to the University of Iowa official write-up of the game last night. Okay, well, they're wrong. So they're wrong. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, they leave tomorrow, and the weather will be... I mean, the weather's out of here by tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah. And then they play Sunday. Sunday so men and women play Sunday and the wrestling. Yeah, because remember, I, I was bitching and whining about 
why they don't ever play things on Saturday. They do so much on Sunday. And the Iowa, Iowa barely that, plays any games on Saturday. That's right. That did come up over this. And I just, I just don't get it. By and the I way, the Iowa wrestling on Sunday is on Big Ten Network. And you did see the, there were some, I mean, there were some changes to the Iowa schedule for football since we last spoke, but it wasn't anything. I mean, they're still playing Ohio State. They're still playing Michigan. They did move. Well, this some, says that uh, Big Ten Network's carrying uh, the basketball game. Yeah. It, yeah, right. that'd be at 1 o'clock, and then the wrestling's at 3. Yeah. So there'll be a doubleheader of Hawkeye stuff on Sunday. Okay. Well, this has... Okay. I don't so, no, and speaking of basketball... I, I don't have... Win. I've got the rest. That was a big win for them last too. night. What a story. I mean, Chris Murray. I mean, think about what he's... I mean, I know he loves his brother, and he's been supportive. This has probably been pretty tough on him, though. You know, they've been so even throughout their lives in basketball, and now Keegan is sore. But, man, I'm telling you, I think, I think they're both going to end up being well obviously Keegan already is but Chris was really good last night 29 points 11 rebounds and I um did a I did 22 predictions for 2022 about a week ago and one of my predictions that well Chris will end up being Iowa's second leading scorer this year and I think last night we showed why there's there's a slight separation between Chris Bohannon and Patrick McCaffrey I think Chris was at 9-4 and one of those guys was like at 11-2 I think by the end, though, I think the Murray Twins will be their two leading scorers. I mean, you saw what Chris can do last night. It, I mean, it's not easy getting 29 and 11 against anybody, let alone a pretty talented Indiana team. And he made it look easy. He took a couple questionable shots, but I don't care. That's part of his game. He's very confident, and they needed him because his brother was in foul trouble, Robracha was in foul trouble, and they could not afford to go one and four. Two and three, you got a fighter's chance. You mm-hmm. go up to Minnesota, I think they can beat Minnesota. That's not a great Minnesota team at all by any means, but they're going to have to play well. They get that, and they're all of a sudden they're back to three and three, then, you know, thir- then things are looking okay. But last night was a must win, and they, and they met the challenge. I'll give them credit. Yeah. They were down by nine, ten points. Just got the bulletin from Channel 2, Linderbaum to the NFL. <laughs> you mean anything we've been talking about for the last hour or so? Yeah. Well, like when I get home, eventually I'm going to post something on Hawk Fanatic, a column about his, but I'm not going to present it like it's breaking news. I mean, the, the news was over the moment Iowa football tweeted. Yeah. Or, and he tweeted it. The news was over. I did notice the university makes those nice graphics they can put in their tweets now, and I, too. I think that's cool. I yeah, that's, that's cooperating they, with them. And, you know, the university should be the one breaking stories about their own players. Yeah, I agree. You know, I have no problem with that. It's not like I'm going to be pestering these kids. I don't call parents and these, you know, hey, has your kid made a decision yet? I'm not doing that stuff. I may have done that 20 years. Good Lord. He's, this is his first day back. He's been sick all week. I know. I'm just letting it root. Go shake his the hand. The listeners right? don't know. I'll this. give you 100 bucks. You go shake his hand right now. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to take him to lunch at Mazio's down in Burlington later on, though. I think that'll be good. Shake Tommy's hand. <laughs> That was not my cough cough. That Uh-oh. was I was choking on my uh, on your coke. I had coke. Yes. Did but you drink the, a lot of diet coke while you were home alone, or does Jan let you have that at home? No, I'm an adult. Okay. I can have what I want. Oh, okay. I'll take that as a yes. But no, that was a big win last night. They needed yes. that, and I drank uh, actually uh, a ginger ale. I'm, listeners, I'm at least trying to talk Hawkeye No, you sports. are. Yeah, it's true. I know I bring something up Hawkeyes, and then you, so what do you, you start okay. talking about what you had for dinner last night. What do you night. think about uh, Keegan sitting out most of the first uh, half? You know, I'm more, my thoughts are more on what Steve's going to have for lunch. Steve? Okay. I have no idea. Do you have an appetite? Not really. So you've, been, you've lost your appetite during this, too? I have <laughs> lost, I've lost 10 pounds. Really? Yes. 
Because you just haven't eaten much? I haven't eaten much. I wonder if Souter had it. I got on the scale this morning. I wonder if COVID did anything to Tom and Ann's appetite. See, because the best diets I've ever gone on is when I've been sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those aren't real diets, though. Liver transplant, I lost like 100 pounds. lost 10. Yeah, but I lost lost 40 by exercising. That's because your liver was holding 60 pounds of alcohol. They did, like, drain me of, like, 30 pounds of fluid. Jaeger, oh, God. They weren't lunch. Yeah. Well, you... Technically, you started it when you went off on him coughing for like. Well, 10 I mean, because it was there, it was happening right in front of us. You can't <laughs> deny it. You hear it. You. You're you doing play-by-play. Play. You feel it. Feel it. Hello. Hey, boys. Hey, Suter. So you're wondering if COVID has done anything to our appetites? Yes. Yes. Like yeah. when you were really suffering from. We're it. eating like horses. Really. Good. What about the drinking? Yeah. Uh, drinking like horses. Good. So even when you were really that you're sickest, you still had an appetite. Oh, absolutely! I had never been that sick. I mean, I've had a few symptoms, but I, you know, I mean, it's been like a cold. Okay, and like Very I said, cold. if I got it from you on Friday, I've had no symptoms. Uh, yeah, right. It's been a full week. Well, so yeah, no, it's we've. I have been isolating. Ann and I haven't seen anybody for uh, eight days. I've been semi-isolating, yeah. not as extensive as yeah. you. I haven't done any Iowa stuff. I haven't covered any Iowa stuff for a week, but I'm going to get back to normal starting next week. Oh, Pat, it was uh, Race Thompson that went after Connor. Oh, yeah, and number zero, but the first contact he had was with number zero. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, Race Thompson, and they ended up leaving the court with their arms around each other. <laughs> but but no, you, the guy. I think the biggest in, race Thompson was talking. But I think the guy who instigated it the most was it. Um, Ant, what's his name? Johnson, number zero, a little a, a point guard, a guard. That's he, their new point guard. Yeah, yeah, he was the one. I think caught. I think Connor and Race would have been able to handle their thing verbally, whatever. But this guy got really defensive because he took offense to Connor cutting in front of him to go talk to the official to go talk to the official. And he pushed Connor right away. He was the first guy to push. And at that time Race Thompson was talking, yeah. But you watch the if it, there's the replay of it's on Twitter. I actually re- I actually um retweeted it. I'll try to find it. Um, I am wearing my Connor McCaffrey certified freak shirt today, by the way. But I don't think it looked like it was close to becoming a brawl or anything like it's been suggested. I think Cooler no. Heads prevailed. And, but maybe it, did, no. maybe, maybe it helped Iowa. Maybe it motivated them. It seemed to motivate Iowa more than it did um, Indiana. But like I said, Tom, Indiana's not a very good shooting team, and it eventually caught up with them. It did, and boy, Chris Murray going couldn't have gone off at a better time with uh, Jordan struggling, Keegan playing... Maybe half the game. Oh yeah, they needed Chris. Um, they needed, and that's Packers what he didn't do anything. And that's what he's capable of doing. He can, he can, um, he can score, and he wants to score. I mean, he wants. Chris loves to shoot, and I'm not. I don't say that as a. I'm not being disrespectful. They they need his confidence on offense right now. Because Bohannon was struggling chance, to get shots off. Do you think there's any chance that the NBA comes calling for Chris this not, year? Not this year. No, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. I would never say never. But no, I that that. I mean, we're, you'd be surprised, Tom, how many six foot seven, six foot eight guys score twenty eight points and get eleven in a college basketball game. And it's not that yeah. uncommon, even though it seems uncommon. And but I, I mean, if now let's say Chris ends up 
playing this way in another 10 to 15 games this year, difference, you know, but I need to see that first. But I think Chris Murray down the road, if he keeps developing, will definitely have a chance to play in the NBA. But he's not there yet. Whereas Keegan, I mean, with Keegan, you just hope he can stay healthy. Because, I mean, he's... So what did you think about... Charlie Jones coming back, and we we knew that we figured Laporta was coming back. Yeah, I'm saying for Laporta, I'm not sure why it took so long. My guess is he was waiting to get information back from the NFL. Would be my guess. Mm-hmm. And I think they both. Well, Charlie Jones is different. It's going to be his sixth year. I mean, I'm guessing the NFL told Charlie. I mean, with Charlie, he may never make the NFL. You don't know. And I think so. They La- said sorry, Charlie. And I think Laporta and Campbell both need another year to be ready for the NFL. They're only three years out of high school, both of them. They didn't redshirt, and I think that makes a big difference. Whereas Linderbaum is four years out. He's guaranteed to go in the first round. But, yeah, I didn't really th- – I guess when, like, when they released the stuff about Jack – I'm like, God, I hadn't thought about Campbell leaving. But, I mean, it's mm-hmm. out. That's the world we live in now. And then, of course, I thought the funny thing was the big breaking news that Padilla was not leaving. I mean, to me, <laughs> what's funny – to me, the news would have been had he left. But, that's, but you know – Yeah, me too. I talked about that earlier. Um, I, you know, Padilla could easily leave after spring ball, too. Why not? Get him? I'm, my guess is he'll give Springball a chance to see if he makes any ground up on Petrus or if he can keep Labus from passing him. But, Tom, if you think, if let's say Labus moves ahead of Padilla, you think Padilla will be here next fall as a third string quarterback? No. I don't absolutely either. Absolutely not. So that's why what's going on right now to me is it's all tentative. This is a fluid situation. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you, I, I think Petrus will be their starting quarterback next year. I know fans hate hearing that, but I think he will be their starting quarterback. Well, if he improves a lot, I'm, I'm I don't okay think that with even it. Will. Whoever wins it, whoever wins the job, I just hope it's a legitimate competition. Yeah, and they say it is, and you know, if you, if you respect Kirk Ferentz and believe in what he does, then you would have to assume it's a fair competition. Because if not, that that's not good. You know, I still mm-hmm. think Kirk plays who he thinks gives him the best chance to win. And I don't think Padilla did anything during the regular season to com- to supplant Spencer. Neither one were very good. No, he didn't, and he had the opportunity to take the job and make it his and going into the season next year, and he didn't do it. No, he didn't do it. Now he didn't have a lot of help around him, but no, Spencer hasn't had a lot of help around him either. So it'll be interesting uh-uh. to see. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I have a feeling, though, that next year is going to be a lot like this year. The defense is going to be good. Special teams should be pretty good, assuming they can get a kicker. But I got major concerns about the offense. Mm-hmm. But I can see them sure winning enough. seven to nine, seven to ten games next year, and – so we'll see. Okay, boys. Yeah, our appetites are fine, and uh, I would love nothing more than a pepperoni sausage double cheese pizza right now. That does nothing is stopping you from ordering one, except that no place is open. I made chili for the first time two nights ago. Oh, first wow. time in my whole life, made it from about as much scratch as you can. I mean, brown the meat and get the onions in there. It was pretty good. I mean, I'll give myself yeah. credit. It was. I, I'd never made chili before. I made it extra spicy too. And usually, you know, there are 800,000 million uh, chili recipes, and most of them are good. Yeah, and this one, I just went very basic. You know, you get the cumin, the chili powder, onion, brown the meat, tomato sauce. I didn't use tomato paste because I don't like it to be thick. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. um, diced tomatoes. But, yeah, no, it was good, and it's good warmed up, too. Chad puts chorizo. I've I've heard you can do that, too. You can put multiple different. I just used ground beef. Yeah. A little bit chorizo would be good. And then top it off with um, crackers or Fritos and then put a little milk Fritos in Fritos are great. Fritos are great in chili. They are. Fritos are great anytime. Yeah, so. Well, boys, carry on, and I will see you all Monday morning. Sounds Alrighty. good.
All right, Tom. I'm See trying that. to find okay, it. Oh, here it is. Here's the clip. Speaking oh. of fluid situations, let's get back to Steve's lungs. Shut up. Here's this clip again. Tyler Linderbaum, do you want to hear what he said? Where's he? Where's he interviewed? He just uh, uh, tweeted. He just tweeted? Well, no, he tweeted a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. Or maybe th- that was Iowa tweeting his Or are you statement. setting up a bit? No, he just tweeted. I wasn't okay. setting up anything. No, this is from him. Last four years have been uh, nothing short of amazing. BYU playing the game I love with the best teammates and coaches in front of the best fan base in the world has been a dream come true. <coughs> yeah, I think that's what he tweeted with his statement. They released a statement when Iowa football tweeted it. But yeah, it makes total sense why he's leaving. I mean, it yeah. would make no sense for him to stay. I don't, that's nothing against Iowa football, but I mean, if that was my kid, I'd be like, yeah. go. To my coaches, thank you for taking a chance on a small town Iowa kid. Thank you for pushing me to become a great football player, but an even better man. There you go. Yeah. I see a tear coming down your cheek, Captain. Are you Coach, crying? His eyes are watering Coach from the Collins coughing. Coach made me a worse man. Yeah. A mean, vindictive man. Yeah, which is what we appreciate. Yeah. That's the captain we know and love. Yeah. Still, is it precip yet? Uh, I saw a couple. I see some snowflakes out there, but not a lot. <coughs> so I'll be able to get to. I'm going to run to the. Yeah, I sure. postponed my insurance appointment till next Monday. Um, so I'll be able to go to the store real quick, get home, because I don't want to be out driving in this stuff. It sounds like by mid afternoon it could be not real fun around here, right? Yeah. I guess. So are we in the thick of it, or are we on the fringe? It depends. On they the, move the heavier yeah, stuff they, further east, which puts us in the heavier stuff. Yeah. Like late last night. So when you say heavier, are you talking 9 to 12, something like that? I don't think 12, no. but maybe up to 8. Oh, God. 4 to 8, something like that. But I can't complain. This has been a pretty mild winter. So no, yeah. and that's why I would recommend everybody contact Carew Landscaping to have your... Uh, to have your walks clean. Yeah, they're not available your tomorrow morning because they're doing our driveway. Yeah, what if you have your own clean. snowblower? Uh, I'd call them anyway. Yeah. Snowblower doesn't buy advertising time. I wouldn't, you know, I had a, well, Jim King from the Quad Cities got that for like Christmas, the snowblower. You act like we should know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. You, people that listen to the station, though. But you're not, you're talking about In the Quad us. Cities. I know, but I'm talking to Eastern Iowa. Okay. okay. So Jim was, King is some... No- I don't think people in Iowa yeah, City know him Yeah, he was huge. Either. Huh? I don't think people in Iowa City know him either. Oh, of course they do. Who he, is he? He was the uh, lead newscaster for Channel 8. Okay. Forever, and people watch... the Quad Cities. Yes, but okay. they also have viewership here. Channel 8? And in Muscatine, yes. Okay. Yeah. See, we've got 10,000 freaking watts, Yeah. and we cover from uh, Peoria... To Newt. We do. I've yeah. lived here 30 years and don't know who Jim King is. So when I, yeah. well, I just talked. So where are we going with the story? Yeah, where, right. where are we going? We got a snowblower. All right. Yeah. Took it out and first it, time. And it ran him over and cut his leg off. Yeah. No. Had a heart attack, pushing it, and died. So you're saying he should have been shoveling instead? He, or not gone, yes. Or, or call. Uh, Carew Landscape and have them drive from Iowa City? <coughs> do they my, have, my, yeah, nephew. Uh. Does uh, the quad sit? Hey, what are uh, is he still mowing? Yes, even now in he's the winter, still he's, mowing. He's always mowing and plowing. <laughs> oh, he does plowing too. Yes, so wow. he is plowing. Or yes. he's getting ready wow, to plow. Good for him. Yes, once this snow starts, he will be plowing. Right. Yes, that is a huge fly. Well, flies aren't usually around in the winter, are they? Well, that no. thing is. 
It's a freak of that nature. That means we got maggots here somewhere then. Something's rotting in this building, Steve. There's a dead body somewhere. Probably. P- Podaski's not here, is he? <laughs> I actually saw him the other day walking. He walked right by me, didn't say a word, although I was on the phone. Was he reading? He was not reading. He was wearing a case. He was not reading this time. But now he'll at least he'll, he'll kind of give me a nod, a head nod, but not interested in conversation. You know what? It was Deb who told me he was wearing a KCJJ shirt because she told me about the homeless guy wearing the Hay Lang shirt. There's a homeless guy begging for money outside the waterfront yeah. IV in a Hay Lang shirt. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my demo. But he did not have a book to, when I saw him. Yeah. I think I may have seen him yesterday. And I was going over the crosswalk on Muscatine yep. down there by McPherson Park, and he was coming up the sidewalk and getting ready to turn right onto muscatine and um but i was on the phone talk i can't remember who i was talking to but usually he'll give me just a slight head nod now if he wants to even acknowledge me but usually if he's got that book in front of him it's just tunnel vision i can't even do my phone when i walk and he reads novels i'd get dizzy and fall down could be looking at porn you don't know what it is he's not looking. no he's reading deep novels i mean okay catcher in the rye well, see, you work your way up to War and Peace. It's a heavier book, so you get more exercise out of That's it. That's true. That's yeah. true. But no, he does. He's got that thing out in front. You've seen him, haven't you? Yes. I've yeah. never seen it. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I'll see him walking down Muscatine reading a novel. Now, the chat room brings up that, uh, of course, Tyler Linderbaum won the Solon Hay Bale Toss mm-hmm. at the Beef Days. And now, the name image likeness. I was wondering, can you get sponsors? You know, it'd be like... Uh, like NASCAR drivers have like sponsors on your shirts when you go wants. and throw the bales. You can do whatever. Sure, that could be good. Speaking of that, I've reached out to Spencer Petrus's name, image, and likeness person. I've not heard back yet. I'm a little. Um, I'd like to have him come in here once we get all you the germs out of you, all you just sick, <laughs> sick, feeble people. Once we can get this place healthy to where he can come in here and not have any risk. Of you know, re- this place went a long time. He'll ask to see Steve's ID, and he won't. No, it's not the physical structure that's dangerous here. It's the entities inside. No, but I mean, we went a long time without anybody getting anything. I know. Yeah. But then Souter went down to Florida, and he brought some. doesn't explain what I got. Yeah, it doesn't explain what Hunter had, and that gave to Steve. He brought Florida back with him, and so did I. I mean, I was right right in the same area with Souter. And like I said, there's a chance I could have had it. But no, I've reached out to his name, image, and likeness person, and I'd be willing to pay a small fee for him, you know, if they want. I'm not going to pay, but I think it'd be cool having him bring his guitar in here for one of the Hawk Fanatic segments. Have Suter with his guitar and talk music. I, I think we, I think, I think you'd enjoy that too. Yeah. He knows a ton about music. I think that would be different. I mean, yeah. And it would be one of those things where I'm not going to get him in here and start asking him shock questions about football. No, yeah. this would be strictly about music. And I have not heard back from the NIL guy yet. I've been told when you go through the NIL thing, you don't have to deal. You don't have to go through Iowa. You just go through because this would be a, a chance for him to come in and promote himself. And we wouldn't have to talk football. You know, why does the offense suck? You know, and stuff. Like, you know, talk music. I get it. I think that would be fun. So I'll let you know. I said something to Tom about that a while back, and he seemed pretty. Yeah, no, excited. it sounds like a good idea. I think idea. that would be fun if he'd be willing. Yeah. That'd be a good off-season type thing, and too. we wouldn't take any mean, smart-ass phone calls. You don't want to talk to fake Ackerman? Or well, I mean, if they want to call in and try to be fun, no mean, no meanness. No. We're no. not dealing with meanness. No. no meanness. And he may not want to do it. And if he doesn't want to do it, that's fine. I understand. I'm just giving him the opportunity. No meanness. No, we don't. There's one thing the show is known for. It's lack of meanness. Yeah. yeah. Don't like meanness. There's enough meanness going around, wouldn't you say? Yes. Oh, yeah. A lot of mean people. Yeah. Politics is mean. Yeah. Yes. Mean. Yeah. How about the idiot from wherever? I don't even know if it was a Democrat. It had to have been a Republican because that they're doing. Um, well, no, I guess there's idiots on both sides. But they they had some promotion thing. They're trying to get rid of critical race, 
and they brought up the debates between Frederick Douglass yeah. and Abraham Lincoln. I mean, it was Stephen Douglass that debated Abraham. <laughs> yes. Abraham yeah. Lincoln and Frederick Douglass were on the same... But that's how stupid some... And this guy's running for... I think he's a congressman it's or something. All, it's all ridiculous. The whole... Very seriously, I couldn't even watch the news. It is so... Oh, it's been a bad week for people like you, for people that on the left. It's been a bad week. It could be a well, bad. Well, yeah, year. because you're fighting. You're could fighting be a bad year. your own party. Nothing but yeah, you're fighting your own party. Could be a bad Mansion year. Mansion and cinema. Yeah, people want cinema out of there, and I mean her people. Yeah, but I've said this before, Captain. I think a lot of people on the left think that they tweet enough mean things and enough yeah. stuff on Twitter that things will change. That's all the left does is go on Twitter and bitch and moan the and whine. The Democrats always crap in their own head. They do. They eat each other, and then they just yeah. bitch and whine on Twitter. They do. And then meanwhile, the Republicans are changing rules and, you know. Yeah, and, and, and screwing us. And, and so they're I just, really screwing over the, uh, you know, when, when you can have, when you can vote and then have it changed. It just is ridiculous. It and none of the stuff Biden, it's, none of it's going to pass. Listen, none of the stuff that Biden's going through right now, very seriously, has anything to do with Biden causing anything and he will take the blame because he's in the office. And when, sometimes when, Trump took the blame too for stuff. And well, yeah, yeah, for being in the office. No, I get it. No, you're right. You know, it's just as simple as well. But it, this was set up. The uh, the fact of the matter when when you're paying more at the grocery store, you're paying more because uh, beef producers couldn't get anybody to work in the packing plants because they wouldn't let them in. Uh, fish is up because. The fisheries uh, couldn't get any. Our whole system of food is made up of immigration. You That's know, I don't think any. The I don't think any president right now would be very popular with the way no, our country's so divided. Be. They can't. Uh, be. I think any president right now would. And be And then getting, when you've got you've got this uh, the, a real scum network uh, like Fox. Um, that pushes and it just added an hour more of lies with Jesse Waters. When you've got See, I don't the listen. public's I don't listen. being I don't any but, attention. Does to he him. know Jim? Kennedy? I know, but millions are. Oh, huh? I know, I know. What? Nothing. But I also don't pay attention to Donald. I don't. No, I, you I, shouldn't pay I don't, attention. I think to, for myself. But there is like millions of people that watch that crap network, and it's poisoning every. It's poisoning them. And it is amazing how villainized. Fauci is people hate him. I mean, you get on Twitter. There's people on the right that want him jailed for life. Yeah, yeah. and I—that's where I don't. He I did don't, call that one uh, that one senator a moron. That was pretty good. Well, and then his exchange with Rand Paul. I, I just I don't get it. I mean, I get the politics about taxes and the border and immigrant. I get why people. I don't get this. this okay, you don't Fauci believe in vaccine. science. You don't believe in the vaccine. The minute you get sick, go to the hospital. So then all of a sudden, science kicks in. Yeah, I don't get I mean, Well, yeah. and then I had some people reach out to me and say, you know, you need to listen to Joe Rogan to open up your... Joe I don't want to listen to Joe Rogan. I don't Joe have any Rogan interest in anything he has nobody. to say. I don't need to listen to other people to make decisions yeah. for myself. So many people sit around and wait for people to tell them how they should live and act. That's but, pathetic. But Joe Rogan is a nobody. I don't nobody. even know who he is. He's, he's, uh, he's not a nobody. Jim King. He's not a nobody. He's got a lot of followers on YouTube or whatever. He makes no, a lot of money. No, he's a ton of money. Yeah, but I don't... But that's not the point. The point I is... I don't care what he has to say. He's not educated in anything. And I'm not interested in his you know? opinions. 
Yeah. But I've recently, though, I've been getting, you know, I listen to you on the radio. You really need to listen to Joe. And yeah. He'll open up some doors for no, you. No, like, here's the deal. If you're listening to Joe Rogan and it's opening up doors, or you're listening to me and it's opening up doors, whoever you're listening to, if you got to have doors open for you, you're stupid. I agree. Okay. Think for yourself. Yeah. You're stupid and you're the problem with the country. It's because you have to follow. You can't even follow your own lead. Yeah, and then you know these That's sports figures. These sports figures get villainized. I don't pay attention. To, I don't no. need LeBron James to help me think. I don't. They're sports. I don't need actors to. I mean, I just. I just. It's amazing how the one side will rip. Like the right loves to rip the left for catering to Hollywood elitist, but then. If they have anybody in Hollywood that shares the views of the right, they put them on a pedestal and worship them. Yeah. So it's just hypocritical. I mean, I, I don't need Hollywood. I don't need John Voight or... Um, James Woods. James Woods or who's somebody on the left? Bette Midler to tell me how to think? God, I don't care I don't what need any... Bette Midler at all. Yeah. I don't care what any of those people think. <laughs> Jesus. I don't need a she Hollywood... She the Rose. That was pretty good. Yeah, the, the Rose sucked. The Rose sucked. Jesus. The, so no, the movie sucked more than the song. I didn't yeah, mind the song. song. God. I for some reason I didn't like the song, but I didn't despise it. I despise I liked it more than um, "Message in a Bottle" by Tommy Swift no, or Taylor Swift, Tony, Tony Swift, Swift, Taylor Swift. I like Rose. The movie itself, though, just they, they wanted you to think it was Janis Joplin to a certain point, you know, and it, she just didn't work for me. No, it's not Janis Joplin at all. No, but that's kind of the image they were trying to portray. Yeah, and it just. No, I was not. I did not think it was that good of a movie. Blovated crap. Okay, worse. The Rose or the last time Iowa was in the Rose Bowl? What's, what do you mean worse? What, which one was the worst experience to watch? Oh, I was Iowa saying, Rose Bowl I was, or Iowa, the movie The Rose Bowl? Okay. Iowa's Rose Bowl was ridiculous. That's fulfilling. Yeah. I mean, they scored on the first play. I mean, okay. and it was just never competitive. See how I brought it back to Hawkeyes? Plus. As he's blowing his nose out over there? Plus, I could watch The Rose on TV for free, whereas the Iowa Rose Bowl game, I spent thousands of dollars to get out there. <laughs> That would be the deciding factor. That's the, at least it is for me, and I bet it would be for Suter if you asked Suter that question, yeah, too. that's true. Well, the Rose lasted what? Two and a half hours? Yeah. And the game lasted what? A minute and 30 seconds? That's true. Well, no, it didn't. That was the problem. That was three hours of that. Remember, that yeah, offer still up 100 was... bucks to go in there and shake his hand. <laughs> <laughs> that should go up every time he blows his <laughs> nose. You're, you're right, it should. It is starting to snow here now, by the way. Is like it really? regular. Yeah. Getting some small flakes. Let me, let me see. In other words, you won't have trouble getting home if you leave. Well, all I got to do is stop by. I'm going to stop by Hy-Vee and get a couple things that I need for tonight. I'm sure that won't be too busy. I bet it'll be packed. Oh, crazy, yeah. It'll be sure. crazy. You know, I mean, anytime we have weather now, it's just. Yeah, Jan was going this morning early. I'm hungry. Yeah. Did you say what happened with the West Side game tonight? Do we have a definitive answer on that? It's been moved. We will not to be tomorrow. carrying that's right. it. Okay. Yeah, we will not be carrying it. But Molly just got here to let her know that. To 2.30. You're not going to have Sugar Ray show up there at 2.30 tomorrow? No. Get his ass there. He'll People do it. People watching NFL at that point. You're giving Sugar Ray a break. You're giving him a weekend off. Well, we'll he did it. add a doubleheader we'll on Tuesday, though. The Regina yeah. doubleheader. Yeah. We okay. just added a game. So we'll make it up. Okay. That All was, of right, course, because well, we didn't carry the West Branch Regina game. Well, it's after 10.30. Um, We've done our part. We'll get back to normal. I'll, I, I didn't want to – I didn't even try to get any guests for these. This, this was just so hit and miss this week. You know, but we'll try to get – Shooters back on Monday. Could you try to get some uh, uh, buddy uh, maybe uh, tomorrow? Get Jim King. Shut up. <laughs> Damn, Who's but, Jim Kidd? King. 
Oh, that guy. Why, I, you know, I meant, I don't think like evidently you guys think. You guys are just honed in on here, and I we got 10,000 watts. Yeah. No, I'm not. I've already Oh, the Quad on. City listeners know who he is. I've already moved on from Jim King. That part of my I life I haven't because it annoys with. Steve, so I like bringing it up again. But what were you going to say now? You were going to, before he said Jim King. Do you know who Ron Steele is? Yeah, he's the Channel 7 guy, okay. and Richard doesn't, okay. and I know somebody who doesn't like his kid. <laughs> who like, was that whose name you just said? Well, his kid is on Twitter. His, kid, his kid's a dick on Twitter. I blocked him a long time ago. He's just a You know what? I think I, I blocked to, him, too, now that you mentioned He's just a jerk on Twitter. I went Twitter. to school with, uh, with Ron. Yeah, he's a K-R-E-Y, I don't know, though. K-R-E-Y guy. He's I mean, a great he seemed, guy. Yeah. I don't know anything about the broadcast. He seems to do a good job. He's a great guy. But his, you know who I'm talking about, his kid? I, I think I blocked him, too, actually. Yeah, he's, not a, he's just a, a, a snarky guy on Twitter. He just blocked No him. leadership. Sorry to throw him up. And if, if and I'm not if it's not the right person, I apologize. But I know it's the it's the same person. Yeah. And instead of just letting him criticize me and t- mock, I just blocked him. I don't Beth have. Beth Malecki, do you like her? Oh yeah. Yeah, I like Beth. I don't know yeah. her, but I I she's. I drank with her once. She's yeah. easy on the eyes. Yeah. yeah. She's aged. At Brothers, I've had beers with her at Brothers. But this isn't this where you say Jan thinks I'm creepy when I start. I mean, she's aged well. Is that creepy? Just paying her compliments. Don't say that Jan said you were creepy. I'm not like hide looking out her window or anything or anything. But when no, did I, I say that Jan said you no, were creepy? No, that when we talk about they they think when we get off on that little tangent where oh, we. Oh, Jan thinks that we're all creepy there. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, not just me. No. But what I'm saying is, you asked me about Beth Malicki. I paid her a compliment for her appearance. Some people will think that that's maybe creepy, but like I said, what? it's not like I'm going to be dang, outside her window looking in or anything. She's an attractive woman. Yes. Can we agree on that? Yes, and an excellent newscaster. And I do think she's a good newscaster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think she doesn't. She's been here about as long as I have. Yeah. I mean, she's been here probably about 30 years, hasn't she? She's Late 80s, probably, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't think she was there that. No, she wasn't. Early 90s, maybe? I got here in 91. I think she got here a little after I did. Okay, then maybe, yeah. Edie Fawcett was before her, I think. I remember that name. And then there was somebody else, I think, some other temps for a while, and then they brought her in, and she's there. Remember Sheriff Steve? Who? Sheriff Steve. He showed cartoons on Channel 2 before Dr. Max. Do not. No, remember. I don't remember that either. Yeah. I remember Dr. Max. I don't yeah. remember Dr. Remember, I didn't grow up here. Yeah. What, Floppy? I Dwayne remember Floppy. Floppy. Yeah. yeah, Central Iowa. Yeah. Riverbank. Yeah. Did you get the riverbank up here? Tales from the Riverbank? Yeah. I have no idea what that is. The yeah. little hamsters? Yeah, they're hamsters. No, and I don't they know. They go that. on a little boat. Were they real hamsters or like cartoon yeah, hamsters? Yeah, and they'd go and they yeah. and they had voices and it was yeah. kind of creepy. How about Sunrise Semester? Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> that was stupid. You know, God, that really. was Sunday mornings. Yeah. Right before Notre Dame highlights. Well, I remember when it was on every day before Captain Kangaroo. Ugh, we God. had Dr. Morbius on Channel 9. He did like the creature feature. And he was also a campus security guard. So when I was at KREI doing a shift, he'd come check on us. And hey, have you guys, like, hey, it's Dr. Morbius. Have you guys spoke to anyone that was at the game last night? I haven't had a chance no. to talk to Dallas. I just wonder what kind of crowd ended up. Because, man, 20 minutes before the game, the arena was empty. I did, it looked like it obviously filled up some, but I just wonder what kind of crowd was there last night. Don't, the attendance figure doesn't. That, that doesn't, that's, can be misleading because that's usually just – because I was hoping there was a good crowd because, like I said, this team needs all the support it can get. It's close. I think it's a fun team to watch. And, like I said, last night was a big game for them. I was happy for them to get a win. They needed it. Because one and four would not be a good play, especially going back on the road. This fly's got to be the Betty White of flies. Sounds more like the Rita Shaw. Hello. Uh, 
Your people. Happy New Year, Dennis. January 14th. You're not allowed to say yeah. Happy New Year anymore. This guy makes more than the three of us combined. Hi, Dennis. I'm glad this is on your podcast. Huh? What is the sports guy name again? I forgot his name. Bad Hardy. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. How you doing, Doug? <laughs> Fine. Matt, so, uh, uh, do, you all, do you all have snow out there? We're it's getting coming. starting, yeah. Coming. Yeah. starting. Started. Yeah, we're supposed to get that, but... You know the weather caster. No, we don't know the weather caster is in no. Washington D.C. Actually, no. How much are you supposed to get? Uh, you know, this stuff is gonna be a blizzard. Uh, it, was, it went from twenty inches now down to two to four inches. From twenty to two to four. Yeah, it went from twenty inches to two to four inches. Yeah, it sounds like you talking to a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well. Again, probably say that to a lot of women. So, so let me ask, how how you doing uh, socially? Would you rather have this or lunch menus? What do we think? Hey, uh, you haven't asked me what am I earning now? I don't know. What are you earning now? $105,000. Wow. Yeah, I'm very fortunate. You've been very fortunate. And when was the last time you had sex? Well, I've not been fortunate. Uh, But you could pay for it. Well, that salary though, you could pay for it regularly. Southern Justin's in the chat room. Says hi. (laughs) Doesn't he make enough money to where he could pay for sex? Yes, you could pay for sex regularly. Yeah, you really could. You could high-ranking whores fly out to Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a good idea. Yeah, and you know, no, yeah, a good way to yeah, live your life. Don't yeah. get COVID. And don't get COVID. You know, just overlook <laughs> syphilis and gonorrhea <laughs> and chlamydia yeah. and herpes and crabs and what. Don't worry about any of that stuff. <laughs> AIDS. I'm getting my booster shot today. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. 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 Hopefully from a doctor. Yeah. Uh, you know the first shot, the first shot I got, my hand fell off. <laughs> so why are you wearing that? Okay, so Dennis texted me and just said, look what I'm wearing. So I didn't open it because, yeah. Um, but then he told me he was wearing a KCJJ t-shirt. Well, thank you. So thank you for that. Sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. Way better than the homeless guy wearing the Hay Lang shirt. It's marketing. <sighs> Hey, Steve, this is a comfortable shirt. This is, this is a good decision. <laughs> well, thank you, Dennis. One of the few that Steve has made. Yeah. Answering this call is one of the bad well, ones. Well, thank you. Knock it off. Be nice to the Dennis. Hey, Steve. What? I'm, I'm flying myself out there, but can you let me do a... Can you get, let me do a night shift? Let me spin the record? No, thank you. We don't have records here. No. Can't, we no, we're we're uh, direct uh, to do a disc. I think Hunter would have yeah, to help him with that and do the show with him. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you would. Like Hunter would be the one to do that. You would uh, Would you help him get a hooker? Yeah. Hunter would again have to help with that too, I think. Yeah. I'm not procuring him a hooker. <laughs> I'll call myself and I'll put myself up. There you uh, go. Hold yeah. on, I'm getting another call, Dennis. Hello? I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. <laughs> okay, I think we get the Hawkeye thing. podcast. This, is, this will be posted later today yes, as a Hawkeye and podcast. I think that's why we're ducking out of this all now. Thank, thank you, Dennis. Thank you. Thank you. You have a good day. Okay, but cut the offer. I would love to do it yourself. Yes, I yes. I'll 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 bring it Why up. Why do you with think the, that over, Steve? Will, get back to it. I will bring it up with the board of directors. Yeah, We're having a meeting uh, in moments. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, I'm on it. I can do, do a great job. Oh, Listen. now I'm in on it too. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't roll me. Uh, okay. We'll get a lot of listeners. A lot of listeners. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Dennis. You take care. Okay. I'll be okay. Bye. Okay. I was going to have him crunch down the two deeps for next season. That was with longest, all the players coming back. That was the longest hang-up I think I've ever heard. Yeah. Shout out to the ghost of Gavin for calling my cell phone to get in on that. Your people. Those are your people. Yeah, These those are, are your people. people. Dennis is a good guy. Yeah. So, but you still won't get him a hooker if he comes out here? No, I'm not getting him Hello? Hi, I was going to tell you about the uh, <clears throat> crowd last night. Okay. Yeah, good. On, uh, in the middles, they were pretty full, but on the ends, behind the baskets, that was pretty empty. Okay, so it's probably seven, six, seven thousand, probably? probably? Yeah, something like okay. that. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Karn. Mm-hmm. Bye. Karn, lifting us up, bringing us back to the topic. Yeah, we were kind of treading in the wrong direction. We got pulled we? into just whatever that was. Captain looks a little shell shocked right now. How well, you want to end this? He's sick and has to deal with this. And um, what's what are we tomorrow? Is it you and me. Now, if it's really bad weather wise, I'll probably won't come in. But it doesn't look like it's gonna it's be bad. It's gonna be fine. Tomorrow. It should be fine. But it's what is it? You, me, and Hunter. 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 For I an hour. Finally get our day off after two weeks. Hello. Pat, what do you think about weeknight games, especially if they started eight, doing them out here at the arena in Coralville for men's basketball? I mean, it would help as far as, I guess, a more lively environment, but it still wouldn't make it easier for people from, like, Des Moines to come here. Yeah. I mean, 5, that thing 000. only holds – what's that hold? Yeah, like 5,000. That only holds 5,000. Even last about, night you would have put – you put yeah, a cent about 53. I just don't think it's big enough to do that. I think with the women and volleyball, yes. I think with basketball, even on bad nights, they still will draw seven or 8,000. So then if you do that, then you're turning 3,000 away, even on a bad night. But, but for the other sports, I have no problem doing it. I think basketball should try it a few times. Thanks. Yep. But, no, I think that's selling the men a little short. Because I, I wouldn't mind the men playing like a preseason game. I wouldn't mind that. Crabby but a Big Ten game or something? No. I mean, because yeah. um, the way Karn described it, I bet there were seven, 8,000 people in that arena last night. And it's a tough sell, though, man. 8 o'clock. On eight, and it didn't start till 8.14, 8.13. Yeah. It was listed as 8.07, but they had to wait for the other game to end, and I looked down, it started right around 8.13 is when they threw the tip up. That's late. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's really late, and that's just too late for some people. And like my buddy who I wrote my column, he did not end up going. He just. He well, just, you got, you know, a lot of people, you got family, and the kids got to get to bed, and it, no, it's very inconvenient. That game ended about 10. And it's very convenient just to. 
Like watch it on TV. I think it ended at about 10, 15, 10, 20. Yeah. So you get out of the arena by, get to your car by 10, 10, 40, you know, it's going to take you 10, 50, get, you, you finally start to leave Iowa City, 10, 45. You live in Des Moines. You're not getting home till close to one o'clock. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just late and it's unfortunate, but TV, the benefits of TV obviously outweigh anything yeah. else. And the best thing is if you're going to play an eight o'clock home game, you may as well win it. Yeah. At least they were able to do that last night. Big win for Iowa again. Big win for both the men and women. Congratulations. And now they both have some momentum going now. And I do. I think Iowa's going to beat Minnesota. They're a better team than Minnesota. I think they're going to win up there. I mean, and I just think they have better players. So if they can do that, they'll be back to three and three. Then, you know, things are looking a little better then. So. Well, this has been a wonderful show. This oh, is a good been... welcome back for you, Steve. Yeah, you're back in the saddle. Jim you... King would be proud. Gonna bust you right. In the- Who do you like more between <laughs> Jim King and Steve King? Uh, Jim King. Okay, was a very nice, uh, very nice person. Okay, okay. Steve King, uh, rot in hell. What's he doing now? Didn't he lose finally? Yeah, the guy who beat him though was. Well, he's the same thing, but he doesn't. He's just not an outward racist. Oddly enough, yeah. that's the third Steve King I was yeah. thinking of. I thought you first meant the author, then the guy in Coralillo as the car dealership. No, he's a nice man. Or the car repair place. Well, he doesn't anymore. He's retired. Yeah. He's Did you guy. see the argument back and forth between Fauci and Rand Paul? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, Fauci had receipts. He's like, look, if yeah. you go to his website, well, you, notice you when can he donate. <laughs> Rand Paul changed the side. Well, you're me. He, he wanted no part of that. No. It's just unfortunate. That's where we are. Yeah. But that's where we that's are. That's where we are. Yeah. Why don't we go to this call? We'll wrap sure. it up with this call. Yeah, I bet you this is going to be a really good call. Yeah, really good. Hello. Jimmy, Captain Steve, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think I said it was going to be a real good call. We're going to end it on that one, right? I think there. that's perfect. Sure, let's end it right, <laughs> right now. Hogfanatic.com. Making your lawn great since 1980.